This is a stash, and you're listening to the Business Bottom Line podcast coming to you from the jewel city of the mountains, Greenville, Tennessee. We're in the foothills of the Smokies talking business with people just like you who are responsible for the bottom line, sharing business tips to inspire, inform, improve, and grow. Turn your bottom line from red to black. And we have a special guest today, so tell us who you are and what you do. I'm Jimmy R. Collins, Jr., uh, born and raised in Greenville, Tennessee. Uh, I own three businesses in Greenville, Tennessee, and that's Casper's Body Shop and Record Service, LLC, Casper's Environmental, LLC, and FireX Extinguisher Sales and Service, LLC. So that's why you've got all this free time, Jimmy. You don't have anything to do. Yeah, yeah, I pencil, I pencil that in. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy got so many businesses he had to write them down yeah. because they might be hard to remember. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> a, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you're a busy uh, dude. Yeah. Well, I always ask this interesting question that has no validity in anything. Are you an iPod, iPhone, or Android user? I'm an iPhone. You're an iPhone. I, I, I can't explain it, but that's where I've stuck with it. And I don't, <laughs> I'm like, Eddie, they say you can't change. Yeah. Uh, I don't even like one of my employees handling me an Android. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's so true. And that's one of the reasons I ask that question because people are very particular about that. And most times they don't change. If they do, there's something terrible happens. So yes. you either one or the other and you get, you get used to that world. So. It's, it has no validity in business. Yeah. You can use what you want, but yeah. it's always interesting about that. That's true. And a lot, of, a lot of business that you get in, you're forced to Android true. or Microsoft yeah. versus you can't use the, the iPad. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what happened to us. We're, we're all Android users. I have one convert from, from an iPhone, but it's just because of the systems that you use, and they're not uh, conducive to that as well. They are now, but in the early years they weren't. No. So you kind of got started in there you are. You yeah. Know, you stay. So uh, introduce us to your family. Tell us a little bit about your family, Jimmy. Uh, basically, it's just me. Uh, my my mother came to live with me about three years ago. Uh, she lives at home with uh, um, Jack, her Jack Russell, and uh, McCall, which is, is my Yorkie. <laughs> and um, I've got one daughter, Sienna Hinkle, and uh, she has a daughter, which is my grandbaby, which is Malin Hinkle. Okay. And uh, I've got a girlfriend I've been seeing now for about four years. It's a Shanna Waddell. Okay. So you, you've got a lot of people involved in your life then. Yes. Yeah, yes. You do. That's good. That's good. Granddaughters are special, or grandkids are special, I should say. Kids yeah. grow up fast. Uh, they do. They do. I don't know what happens to the time. But you turn around, and I remember uh, singing to my 41-year-old daughter. Now, be careful <laughs> in the bathtub when she was a baby, you know. <laughs> the time, it just flies by. It yeah. goes by fast. It's hard to imagine where it went. So, uh, do you have a, a favorite book that you've read somewhere along the way or one you're reading now? Are you a reader? No, not really. I'm more of a magazine-type person. Okay, you read articles. Yeah, articles and yeah. Uh, mainly the uh, Stuff that goes along with business. Yeah, okay. You know, whether it's in a record line or right. a hazmat line. And that's a lot of reading just to keep up with what's yes. going on. Yes, a lot of yeah. training upkeep each year. Yeah. Uh, in service, I guess you would call it. Yeah. And certifications, which means you got to renew and update. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I have a little bit of inside info on some hobbies, but tell us some hobbies that you have. 
Well, with all your spare time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> since I've been expanding in the last few years, I've, my hobbies have sort of cut down. Um, I, I know as uh, sitting in the room, the young man here, I've, I flew with the young Eagles. Uh, I am a private pilot. Um, and, um, I do, do have a motorcycle and a boat. Uh, like I say, in the last four or five years, I've not got to use that as much. I think it's been over two years since I've been in a plane. Oh my goodness. Uh, but, um, uh, we've been expanding uh, yeah. into different counties. Sure. It's took a lot more of my time. Yeah. Uh, and then with COVID hitting, we, we sort of, uh, focused on those different locations to get them set up the way we wanted them set up. So, um, uh, mainly flying's my, my passion and, and riding motorcycles, what I'd be doing yeah. if, if I had time. Now tell us what's under them two wheels when you get out. Under it. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What's well, it made out of? Is uh, it, what kind, in other words? Oh, Harley. I'm oh. an ultra classic Harley. I got a 100th anniversary uh, ultra classic Harley. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I bought it new, uh, I think in 05. Okay. I swapped from a Honda to that to take longer trips. And Will you ever uh, go back to Honda? Probably not. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the go wing. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know that I'll ever purchase another motorcycle. I mean, I've got probably $60,000 in a motorcycle. It's worth 12000 <laughs> uh, it, But it is nice. I mean, I've been to Sturgis, all the major bike rallies, yeah. and uh, a lot of road trips. So, I mean, I've, I've put about 60,000 miles on it. Wow. Yeah. So, but that's uh, what makes it fun owning one, though, if you yes. ride it. Yes. If it's just in the garage, it's not so no, much fun. No, no, it hasn't been fun the last two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me now, if you had, if money was no object, in other words, all those businesses were running in sales and you're just collecting the check at the end of the month, what would you be off doing? I would probably have some kind of motor home with that motorcycle in the back of it. And would be traveling. <laughs> be traveling. Uh, I, I like as the the mountain people say loafering. <laughs> I like <laughs> I, I like I like seeing different places uh, and um, just moving around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you've been a lot of places already with with motorcycle and flying. And you mentioned going to some of the big bike roads. But have you been somewhere you think I got to go back there? What, what's one of your favorite places you want to go back to? I've I've always been attracted to Florida. Really? Um, I like the Fort Lauderdale area okay. down in there. I mean, it's below the frost line. I yeah. guess what most people call it. Yeah. Um, you can be down there year round. I don't know that you know summertime. You might want to ease back up this way. <laughs> um, but but I'm sort of attracted to that. And but when it comes down to it, there's no better place than East Tennessee. I mean, for the the weather, you know, you've got probably ten really really cold days a year and. I mean, we're getting more hot days, but yeah. still, yet it's not near as hot as it is in a, a big concrete oh, city. That's true. Or jungle, as they call it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. And, and Florida. So you like the beach? Do you actually no, go out not, in the? Not as much. Not I really? just like the warm weather. And okay, there's 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 a lot to, lot to do down in there, and uh, motorcycle riding's good. Yeah, um, you do you know, it anytime. You, you miss the mountains, but you grew up, you know, your whole life around the mountains. You don't miss that as much until you get gone for a few days yeah yeah um but uh but yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy riding down there and i mean it's like you say it's pretty year round yeah storm comes through it's gone in an hour right right you know tomorrow's the yeah. new day yeah 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 that's right i remember uh being in texas when i was in the military i'd never been out of the mountains before and so i got on a bus and went downtown in san angelo texas and got off the bus and it was flat you know like florida just flat and 
and I, I couldn't figure out where, where I was at or how to go anywhere, and it, it disoriented me so bad I got back on the bus and went back to base and never did see a thing. Okay. I, so but, that's my experience in the flatlands. I ain't very good not, there. Not very good. <laughs> ain't no hills, you know, to, to get you bearing from. I had a friend one time, we'd be riding motorcycle, and he was in the Navy, and we'd get down there in Florida, and he said, I don't understand how you know where you're going. Yeah. You know, he said, it looks like we're riding the coastline. He said, I know we are. You know, it's about 100 mile wide yeah. in places. But he said, I just don't understand how you know where you're going. I said, you just look up at the sun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the time of the day. And Either going to it or away from it, you know where, where you are. You know. Yeah, it's funny how uh, you get used to your surroundings and you you actually get bearings and things and it's subconscious. You're not really thinking about it. Uh, you know, the old the old joke that people tell about mountain people around here, they say, go down there where that tree used to be and turn uh-huh. left until you get past where that store used to be. <laughs> we, we used to be like that at uh, EMS. Uh, a lot of people really don't remember today, especially kids. We didn't have 911 here. Yeah. Everything come in to a regular phone number. And that's when I worked at EMS, and uh, one of the guys asked me, he said, do you know where every red barn's at <laughs> or White House? And I said, why? He said, because you always tell us. He said, we're going in the city. You go down to that red barn, and you turn left, you know, and uh, it's yeah. just what you learn. That's right. You know, that's well, you had to do it that way because there was no other way to do it. Yeah, until 911 come in, they didn't even have road signs up in right. Grand County, you know. So yeah. you, you had to know how, how many roads it was or, or, who lived or the barn, there. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting how things has changed a lot, especially with Google. Yeah, that's true. Uh, everybody's smart now with Google because you just ask Google. And yeah. Google knows at least something. Puts you where it thinks it needs to be. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and always where you meant to go. <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, tell us tell us a little bit about what it's like being you. What, what does a day uh, in your life look like? Well, I, I'd consider myself a workaholic. Mm. Uh, if I'm around here, uh, a day in my life is getting up in the morning. Uh, I've got breakfast buddies that I eat with every morning. Um, when that that hour ends, go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, in the record business, and especially in the environmental spill cleanup, you're on call. Uh, the fire extinguisher is not too bad because mm-hmm. it would be a restaurant that would catch on fire most time that's the next day yeah but you're on call uh 24 hours a day seven days a week you may tell them you're going to be out you know my guys and you may get away to ut ball game or something overnight uh, but ultimately you're not going to uh, um, get away from it being in the record business because with the interstate traffic and everything that goes on i mean it can go from the silent calm to the interstate blocked. Yeah, yeah, so, which is a big deal. So, I mean, you're just basically on call. Yeah, and so a lot of times you show up in the middle of a huge mess. Yes. And it's your job just and clean and, it they, and they would be gone 15 minutes before it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it usually don't happen that way, but, right. you know, but, um, but yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's just, to me, I know it, it sounds boring, but it, that's it's a lifelong yeah. process of being and you've been business. doing you've been doing records for a long time i've been in business january 2nd and 22 30 years 30 years and of that i've been doing records 27 wow so yeah it, you know and i've heard you talk about when uh, sienna was little uh, about those times when you grab her oh yeah and, and go out on the call yeah i raised her i mean she was yeah. in the bedroom across the hall from me when the phone rung at two in the morning and she heard next schedule 
she was up because she <laughs> knew she needed to be in the record. She was being left. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, she's grew up. I mean, she's got in trouble at school telling tales about wrecks and stuff. And the teacher said, you can't make this stuff up. And me have to go in and say, yeah, she's seen this on the side of the road last night, I, you know, because she was with me. You know, she right. didn't realize her daddy was in the record business. Right. She thought she's making up tales about car wrecks that happened on 107 <laughs> at 2 in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been an interesting life uh, growing up raising a kid and in, in yeah. the record. You know, my, my dad and stepmother, uh, which is Jimmy Sr. and, and Ginger, uh, it's over Valk Industries out there at Human Resources. She, uh, uh, she and dad had a big deal with keeping Sienna, you know, mm -hmm. on the weekends and dad was in with, with me at the record business about 10 years. Okay. And, uh, they, they stayed with me and, you know, it sort of kept her weekends sort of yeah. normal, but, but yeah, it's been a, been a long journey. Those early years were tough. Yes. It? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Long hours. And like you say, it, it was really, no anybody that's been in business knows that, and that's to me, that's why a lot of people don't make it in business they they expect that five hundred dollars on friday or thursday whatever day of the week it is some days you don't get that in a regular business mm -hmm. it may be three weeks before you get it mm -hmm. but then you hit that big lick because everybody has to be paid whether you get it or not uh, yes yes that's yeah. that's basically the the black and black and red on the bottom if it's yeah. red you ain't taking nothing <laughs> out you went into the line to pay them this week that's right and anybody's been in business has been there yeah yeah know. Yeah, that's part of. It. That's why not everybody does it. Oh yes, and not everybody can do it, is because their sacrifices along the way they're very profound. Oh yeah, if you've got a family, you got a wife and a kid, it's hard to go into a business, and even you got to provide on Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the biggest payday. But yeah. you got to provide that day, and you've not made it this week. You know, you can't do that very long. Right, right. You know, yeah, it's got to be short lived, or there's got to be income coming from somewhere else. And that keeps probably a lot of people from being entrepreneurs. I, I think mean, it does. I mean, it, it very it's well. It's just not possible. You know, that, yeah, I mean, yeah. because, and they can't take the, some of them won't take the chance, mm -hmm. other them can't. Yeah, I remember those early days myself. Uh, I took a weekend job to be able to start a business and work two 16 hour days. Yeah, I, I worked, uh, like I said, full time at EMS. Yeah. Yeah. Until I decided one day I needed to focus on this. And yeah. I had a boss man, Roger Kelly, that was director here for years. He just told me, he said, I hate to lose you. Mm -hmm. But he said, you can always come back to EMS. He said, EMS will be here 15 years from now. Yeah. But he said, what you've got, he said, you probably can't start it back up if you quit it. Yeah. And uh, he's still a customer. And, you know, it's one of those things, enjoyment that he comes in. He says, I remember the day you turned in your notice. <laughs> and he said, you've done really well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, it's proud to hear somebody tell you that when sure. you're in business. That's right. Uh, but to me, after 30 years, I figured that it would be easier. Yeah. It's really not. It's the same same routine, yeah. but uh, it don't get a whole lot easier. Because yeah. it still takes your personal focus for it to work. Yes. I mean, it's just and then employees. And you I know, know you have good people, but it's still not their business. And so it's different. And it's hard to find someone. That's that exactly run. right. If you've got 10 people, five of them may be company people and five of them may be paycheck people, mm -hmm. uh, even though they're good employees. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I had a friend ask me one time, how do you get so many good people? You know, you have to go through uh, a process and, and you know, they, they say you're fast to hire and slow to fire. Mm -hmm. And that's a pretty true statement. I didn't hear that up to about five years ago. Uh, and that's a pretty true statement in the United States. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just hard to find good people. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. And part of the reason you can keep them, though, Jimmy, is because how you treat them. Yes, that's that's 200% of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got to want to come to work. That's right. You know, I always tell people when you go to work, you got to be able, you can't, you know, even if you're a big singer, you, you know, you're, you're taking care of everybody, Th- their life, you know, everybody think, oh, you know, Morgan Wallen, he's doing great, mm-hmm. but he's got a lot of responsibility with his road crew. That's right. And uh, he, every day ain't hunky to go to Dory, you know, because he's making millions of dollars. Yeah. And yeah. uh, a lot of people don't get that. That's true. You know, you got to you got to tolerate and 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 work at your job because everybody just ain't plumb happy at their job, but they tolerate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they have to. Well, tell me what what one of your big challenges is in just in the business in general, or something specific you think about. What what's a big challenge that's kind of there in front of you as you're looking toward the future? In my line of business right now, the challenges are the equipment. Uh, trucks is back ordered. Um, Miller Industries is is backlogged on their chassis. Uh, you're a lot of people that dealt with Harley's know that you paid a thousand dollars down and got a VIN number, and all Harley's was custom built before '03, and you got it in a year. That's almost the way wreckers are now and wow. equipment. You just don't go out. You know, two years ago I went out if I wanted a wrecker in the morning, I would have bought it. Uh, now I've got to plan out three months, six months. If I want a large record, I've got to go out 18 months Wow! Uh, to get. And it's hard when you've got contracts and you're trying to expand. Mm-hmm. Like we have been in the last few years, you just can't get that kind of equipment. Um, and it, it, it seems like it's hitting every market, mm-hmm. you know, from the grocers on down. There's yeah. something that you're going to be short on. Uh, and that's, that's our biggest problem right now. We just can't, can't get equipment in. Get equipment, yeah, yeah. So, so that, uh, the people part you're, you're doing okay with, yes. which, which is, is not normal in today's world, Jimmy. Uh, no, I, I mean, I could do backflips for the people that I've yeah. got. Uh, we, we've went through some people, uh, in the last two years expanding, uh, probably got one of the best record crews probably in the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sure, I get sure. asked that question a lot. How do you recruit them? But you got to treat them right. You've got to have benefits. I mean, you know, part mm-hmm. of your big part of our benefit program uh, from retirement to all that stuff there. Mm-hmm. I know you can't start out as a business owner doing that, but uh, it's not hard to start a simple IRA matching 3%. If mm-hmm. they'll put three, you put three. You know, if people make a $1,000 a week, it's just investing $30 in them if they'll invest it in their sale. Right, right. So, you know, and, and that program don't cost you anything but the 3%. Right, uh, right. And it's easy to add stuff like that to get them to stay. And people uh, today, they pay attention to benefits, especially yeah. health care insurance. Yeah. And the better the employee, usually, the, the more they pay attention. In other words, people that are serious about how they live. Those things really mean a lot to them. Oh yes, yes, and and you even get the younger crowd. Used to a twenty-five year old wouldn't be interested in health care insurance. Uh, if they watched their parents went through an episode or something, they really pay attention to that mm. because it can bankrupt you overnight. Yes, it can. Um, if you don't have health care insurance. Yeah, that is so true. That's so true. Well, put put this into context. If you had to say, what I do helps people. How does it do that? How does what you do in your business, in your mind, how does that help people? Well, we're trying to take them off. I don't know what you'd call it, a tragedy or whatever, but uh, if you come to see me, there's nothing good happening about it. (laughs) You've got a car tore up. You've got a car wrecked. A car broke down. Um, Because most people say it ain't good to see you. Um, 
but uh, basically you're trying to help them through a time that that they're they're trying to get they don't know a lot of people don't know about wrecks mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's it's if you can help them through that or help them get their family off the side of the road yeah. uh, I mean get, give them comfort yeah uh, and safety to get them in that it, yeah. it's a big you know big well, plus for us I know we've had we've had our own experience using your service and my wife said the other day she said that was the most pleasant thing and and we were on the side of the road needing care but it was because of how your people dealt with it and how they treated us that it felt like a good thing, even though it was a problem. It makes you feel good when you look at the review system on our tow book uh, when people tell you certain things like that, or you took care of my kid, mm-hmm. or, or you got our car seats in the back of your wreckers. Uh, it, it makes a it makes yeah. a, a, a big proud moment of yeah. the morning when you see that yeah uh, come in you know especially when it's uh, like a four point nine yeah it really yeah. makes it really makes yeah. it interesting you covet those responses yes. and so yes. it's a big stroke hard to satisfy get. people in today's world yes it is yes it is well if you were going to give uh, a bottom line business tip and that's that's the name of our podcast. What would be your bottom line tip to somebody that's out there in business that wants to grow or maybe getting started in business? What would you tell them? My biggest thing is, is, is I always tell people success only comes before work in the dictionary. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that a lot. Uh, don't give up. Uh, continue on just because somebody or something beats you down. You got to get up and, and go try. I told one of my employees the other day about a CDL test. You know, why ain't you got them? Well, I I said, don't even tell me that. It's because you're scared of failing. Mm-hmm. I said, everybody's scared of failing. I said, you can always take a test over. I said, they teach you that in school. You know, you fail a test, you, it's bad. Your parents are going to be on you. But I said, just keep your head up. I said, if you get knocked down, get back up and just mm-hmm. keep walking forward. Uh, that's and that's the best right. thing I could tell anybody in business. Uh, just because you l- lose money, you got to get up and you got to keep going. Yeah. March forward. Yeah. That's great advice, Jimmy. Great advice. Don't quit uh, because if you're if you haven't failed, you probably haven't done anything. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So you got to overcome it by keeping going. Well, that's a wrap for today's business bottom line podcast. Take that tip and make your bottom line turn from red to black. And see you next time right here in the jewel city of the mountains, Greenville, Tennessee. This is the stash saying we're here to inspire, inform and improve your bottom line so you can grow, grow, and grow.